0: (laughs) Hello for the first time. (laughs) It's one of those days. (laughs) Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Best of Five. Where the first word I said on this recording is already going to get bleeped or cut. So this is going to be a good episode. My name is Elon. And I'm joined here as always by the fabulous, wonderful... Enigmatic. Steve Ace King off-suit
1: What was that word?
0: Enigmatic.
1: Enigmatic? I've never heard it pronounced as enigmatic.
0: Well, guess what? I just did it. You're welcome.
1: You you are a bit of a rebel.
0: Sure be do. Speaking of rebels. (laughs) Thanks for subscribing for 40 months. Not as long as you can be subscribed for that is the the sad truth of that subscription. Uh but anyway.
1: <laughs>
0: Welcome to another episode of Best of 5. Today on the show, we're going to talk about the Guilty Gear Beta. We're going to talk about all the crazy announcements that happened this week that oddly enough don't actually include gameplay announcements, but it's more events. We got events coming back. Uh we got some character trailers. We got some news about companies selling companies to make other companies. And we now have a glossary for the FGC that we can look up words to. And I cannot wait to dive into that. But before we get into anything, Steve. Yes. Will you hit us with that there recap?
1: I think I I think I might be able to do that there recap. Um we had recap. we had a CPT event this past weekend. Uh it was the Asia East, the first chance for uh players from from South Korea, Taiwan, Hong Kong uh to punch their tickets to Capcom Cup. Uh the player who was successful in doing that was NL Held off fellow countrymen infiltration in the grand final uh, to take the top spot and qualify for Capcom Cup. Gets his first CPT event win in two and a half, nearly three years. Uh, Combo Breaker 2018 was his last one. So good to see NL back in the win column. Uh, I'm pretty sure Capcom's kind of happy that he's there. Uh, more specifically, yep. I can only imagine what? why, Steve. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm sure there were a couple people sweating it out in Grand Final.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I want to I wanna take a look at some of these other names, too, before we move on, by the way. Uh, Gamer B, good to see Gamer B up there tying for fifth along with Oil King. Uh, we have RB rounding out the top eight. Uh, top nine, Breast Panty Hip. Very strong player. You always see them in the mix
1: uh, mm-hmm. whenever you, whenever you uh, see online events. Uh, obviously, the name sticks out, but whenever you do see it, yeah, it catches your eye, but it also catches your eye because it's usually in top eight, top 16.
0: Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Uh, wow. Dude, th- there are a couple names here that I haven't thought about in a while. Look at that. Punko? Hanging in Punko. there for top nine. The, ret- the Return. Uh, human Bomb. Good to see Human him bomb. In the Is mix. he still playing Sakura? Uh
1: I did not catch anything this weekend in person because it's overnight. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I have this thing called sleep. Yes. Yeah, which I which I like doing. Um and I, I I was actually a little I fell ill on Saturday. Oh yeah. So that th- that did pretty much eliminated my chance to go back and uh catch up on Top 16 action but uh, we will get another chance to see NL. NL is qualified for Capcom Cup. Um, The next chance for these players uh, to get, excuse me, uh, will be back in November. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, obviously there's a lot that can change. Yeah, a lot can change, in six months but you gotta believe Infiltration's gonna be in the mix you gotta believe uh, that Punko has a good chance of getting back in there Um, so don't be surprised to see a lot of these names back on that uh, uh, results screen when we bring it up in in, uh, November
0: for sure man it's so cool to see fighting games doing stuff again I missed it it feels like, and especially this week coming up,
1: uh, which we'll get into with what to watch, um, because now we've got one of the signature events back on the calendar. What's um, that? that is going to be Red Bull Kumite uh, taking place in London this year. We've talked about it a few times in the buildup, but it's this weekend. Remember, Saturday uh, is the exhibition? Uh, it's going to be the uh, showcase for Guilty Gear Strive. Uh, they announced a few exhibitions for um, for the showcase, and let me let me go through. Shanks versus Wawa is one of them. Aliun versus Kendeep, uh, a pretty strong player out of Germany, and then. Ogawa
0: versus Sami-
1: Samito. Yeah, I can talk, I swear.
0: Wait. Ogawa versus Samito in yeah. Strive. yeah. Strive?
1: Yeah. You know what
0: I want to see? I want to see the Ogawa with Shige run back. It- <sighs> God. Uh. Why? why?
1: Why? Why why do you have to do this? Look, H- man has he not suffered enough? He was on Sports Center. <laughs> he was on Sports Center and he got called Woshiji. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Woshiji.
0: Oh man Which
1: by the way, you know, give him props for at least trying the name. No one for no sure. No one knows how to pronounce Japanese names unless you do it on a semi regular basis. So, yeah, not no, for sure. No hate there, but come on, let Woshige <laughs> have a break. Let, 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 Has he, he not he's had moved a break? On. He's moved on, he's in a different
0: game now. Oh, that's right. He's is he still working on Street Fighter Five? I thought so. Is he still the battle director? I haven't kept up, so I don't know. That, that was a genuine question. Steve, we have Red Bull Komete, we have Strive, we have a bunch of stuff. Do we have anything We've else all- coming up. We do. We've got uh, the final
1: event of, of the Mortal Kombat Pro League before the regional finals. Uh, so this is the last event for North America. Uh, that will take place on Mortal Kombat's channel on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, if you if you want to catch some Latin American Street Fighter action, uh, South America West CPT event is this weekend as well. That will be on the Capcom Fighters channel. And Monday, uh, there should be another episode of Sets. Uh, They have not announced participants as of yet. Um, And speaking of participants, we should probably get into uh, Red Bull Kumite. Oh. Because we thought we had the list of players... Uh, but there is going to be one last-minute change. Uh, Oil King was previously announced as Mm. a competitor. Unfortunately, Red Bull announced earlier today that he will not be able... or uh, announced yesterday, excuse me, that Mm. Oil King will not be able to make it into uh, the UK. They did not disclose any reason for it, but uh, Red Bull did say that they've got a... Um, suitable replacement lined up. So,
0: hmm, suitable, huh? Suitable, yes. Well, can't wait to hear who that is. And it's unfortunate, man. That's one of those things where if traveling was tough before, can't even imagine traveling now due to the state of the world. It's It's you know, even
1: when when you're talking about uh 16 you know getting 16 players to show up that's a challenge mm-hmm. to do it even once obviously we play uh had to deal with with that for three different games over three weeks um and they had ran into some issues particularly with uh mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. so uh Especially right now because uh the UK is updating their list of countries that are on the red list, the amber list, the green list. Us uh, you know, and, and that this is not to say that Oil King's absence is specifically related to uh COVID nineteen or anything related to that. Uh we don't know. Uh it has not been disclosed, so frankly, not necessarily our business. Word. But uh so yeah, it, the, the the even though we're only talking about sixteen players, um, the the logistics of doing that uh, uh, for players all over the world in a situation that's changing by the day, even now, is still a very tall task.
0: Mm-hmm. Agreed. Now here is the thing, Steve. Uh, as unfortunate as it is for Oil King. We're lucky that Red Bull... Well, and it sucks, right? Because that was supposed to be Oil King's first outing as a Red Bull member, right? Yes. That's super unfortunate. Uh, So, sorry to hear that. But good to know that uh, Red Bull has it under control and they have a replacement. But in there, you talked about how they did this for Wii Play. And I see that, uh, you know, after all the tumultuous shenanigans that happened, uh, surrounding WePlay. Uh, it looks like, are they, what are they doing now? I know you, you saw something from them since, you know, uh, the day.
1: Yeah, so, uh, WePlay actually tweeted out earlier today. If you'll remember, uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, both Bandai Namco and NetherRealm Studios, the two, uh, the two companies that between them provided all three games that made up the season one lineup for the, we play ultimate fighting it fighting league announced that they would not allow their games in future. We play events. Um, Obviously we play put out a statement saying that they were looking forward to working, uh, working with these companies to figure out what was going wrong, but, or any feedback they could get, but got no response. And, uh, although it has been unconfirmed, the belief, uh, the widely speculated belief is due to, uh, WePlay's association with, uh, controversial gaming company 1xBet uh, as one of its primary sponsors. Um, earlier, t- uh, just a few hours ago, uh, the WePlay account tweeted for the first time since then um, in nearly three weeks and they say, quote, uh, look back on all the amazing events of WePlay Ultimate Fighting League Season 1 with our official after movie. We miss the community so much and can't wait to bring you the next season. Despite what lies ahead, always remember, fall seven times and stand up eight. See you soon, friends. End quote. And it, uh, includes a little recap video of season one, which I'm going to throw a link to in chat. Um, So there we go. So the important takeaway is that there's, they, at least in this early stage, they are still talking about a running a second season. Mm -hmm. The question is what games would be on there? because all due respect i don't know if you can nec- all due respect to the french red community i don't know if you if uh undernight is necessarily going to be a game that you can lead with cuz yeah I, obviously the big one is street fighter that's out there but if bandai namco and Netherrealm are unwilling to work with uh we play for whatever reason, it seems unlikely that Capcom would step in and say, yeah, let me get in on that. So that takes Street Fighter off the table. What else is out there uh, that draws in big numbers where, when we talk tournaments? Well, here's this the thing. Not...
0: It's I, I I hate to interrupt. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm really bad at that. That's OK. Back.
1: How, how I wish sure were you? in
0: person so you could just slap? No, no
1: violence. I am a non violent person.
0: Yeah, you play fighting on games. Non violent. <laughs> uh yeah, you play fighting games. Uh, <laughs> so I don't think it's a I don't think it's a question of who's going to be on the thing. I think it's a question of will we play part ways with the shady company? So that developers will work with them, if that's the problem, right? That's the thing. We yeah. still don't know what the problem was, but we're assuming that this is the problem because this is a pretty, pretty big
1: problem. Well, keep in mind that you know, if that is the issue, if that if that is the issue, excuse me, um, not everyone sees it as an issue because One xbet Bet is not some. Small little rinky-dink company. They're the title sponsor of Serie A, uh, the Italian soccer league, one of the biggest leagues in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, They're associated with a whole bunch of other soccer leagues and uh, other sports leagues uh, throughout Europe and throughout the world. So the idea that they're good enough for that, but not necessarily good enough for... Uh, the FGC. It uh, it's entirely possible that that could be the issue, but there might be something else going on uh, mm-hmm. behind the scenes. Yeah, and so, but we don't know. That's the thing. We don't know. We're it's everything's just speculation until someone comes out and says, "Hey, it's because of X, Y, and Z."
0: Mm-hmm. For sure. So the events were cool. I hope to see them again, but I hope. Whatever is the issue gets resolved so that we can come back to having some fun, right? Would Speaking nice. of companies doing company things, I want to talk briefly about the AT&T and Discovery shenanigans because, believe it or not, that does impact us in the FGC. Now, let's do one of these here. So, For those of you that don't know, uh, AT&T, who owns Warner Brothers, recently sold a bunch of, uh, like a very, very large part of Warner Media to Discovery for around $43 billion and some sustained debt. So what does that mean? That means uh, things like HBO, sports and news coverage. All our, uh, And all Discovery shows that you know, including, you know, all the Discovery Plus streaming services, are all now under one giant media streaming umbrella. And they're trying to... The whole, the whole reason they're doing this is to try to compete with the Netflixes and the Disney Pluses. However, one thing has kind of been left in the open... Where not a lot is known about what's happening, but something is happening. And that is WB Games. For those of you that don't know, WB Games is a game publisher that includes things like Rocksteady, the Lego games. Uh, come on. Uh, ch- ch- uh, the, they recently patented a ne- Nemesis system that was used in uh, Shadow of War, uh, the Middle-Earth games. And one little company known as NetherRealm Studios is also in WB Games. According to a couple of sources on Twitter, this is all unverified. uh, It looks like WB Games is getting split up. What does this mean? Nobody knows. We just know that WB Games is getting split up how that's going to impact recent or how that's going to impact current projects and future projects nobody knows we don't know who's going to discover it we don't know who's go- staying at AT&T nobody knows nothing all we do know is that something is going down NRS seems to be in the middle of it and until we have some more information uh we're kind of left in the dark but i really hope that this doesn't impact you know uh papa ed boon and friend of the show uh, Paco Stevens, who works so diligently to make uh, amazing games for us here in the FGC. So, turbulent times are ahead of us, my friends. Here, So, obviously, there's a lot up in the air
1: uh, with that deal. My big takeaway is that we finally get the crossover that we all need between last week tonight... And diners, drive-ins, and dives. Ugh. Can we please see Guy Fieri hosting that show? I would love it. I yeah. would. I. I want my news to be taken to Flavor Town. Please make that happen. It is possible. It is likely. Please make that happen.
0: <laughs> Last week's diners. That's what it's going to be called. <laughs> it's uh, the John Oliver Cross. <laughs> Guy Fieri project, but yeah, um, so that's a thing that's happening, uh, and we can do nothing but keep our eyes out. And it's there's it's one of those things where, unfortunately, with the way things are going, is there's a lot of speculation, there's a lot of assumptions being thrown out, but not a lot of like actual, tangible, solid back base evidence of what's happening, (laughs) so uh. Keep your eyes peeled. Let's hope that things don't get affected too much. Um, and you know what's funny, too? Another company that's in that mix that I don't think I would ever have thought would be in that mix is Rooster Teeth. Rooster Teeth is also, like, kind of in the giant middle of this uh, crazy merger. So, who knows what's going to happen? Uh, who knows who's, who's streaming will reign supreme? Try to make an Iron Chef joke. It didn't work out. Uh, but yeah, things to look for in the future. Any any more thoughts on this AT and T discovery shenanigans, Steve?
1: Guy Fury, make it happen, please,
0: please. Um, do you think we're gonna see uh maybe like uh Giada De Laurentiis uh cooking Mortal Kombat themed treats? That would that would be something. That would be that would be appointment viewing. Bobby um, Flay cooking up some food for Shang Tsung, huh? Oh, God,
1: <laughs> meet Bobby okay. Flay
0: starring Scorpion.
1: Now, now here is <laughs> now I'm imagining an episode of Cutthroat Kitchen that is Mortal Kombat themed.
0: Oh no! And one
1: of the one of the sabotages is that you can make two of your competitors cook as Goro, i.e. they ha- one stands in front of the other, and, like, it's you, this four-armed beast. Yeah, they do the ghost thing. <laughs> yeah, it's... Oh, <laughs> please. Please. Oh. We do we do actually have a little bit more uh, Mortal Kombat news. Yeah, um, we do. Go for it, Steve. Uh, so, we... There was there were hints about a potential upcoming uh, Twitch Rivals event. Uh, we heard the uh, sound clip from Mortal Kombat. Uh, they tweeted out a picture of ketchup and mustard, a relate uh, reference to uh, a couple of the characters in-game, as well as two popular commentators for the game. Uh, and we got confirmation last Wednesday that... Maximilian is hosting MKX Lives. Whoa. Whoa. Not Whoa. Mortal Kombat eleven. Whoa.
0: Whoa. That's crazy. So this is the second of the Twitch arrivals cross Maximilian Tournaments. Right. So we had the the Marvel Three Lives. Yes. Now we have MKX lives. Uh, I think this is dope. This is really cool. I almost said the F word there. You're welcome, Steve. Thank you. I think this is absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah, he did KI lives, too. So, man. And the cool thing is they're, they either had or are having a qualifier, if I'm not mistaken, for MKX.
1: Yes, and I just linked it in the chat. This is uh, the it's going to be run through uh the coliseum which is an online uh series that is run by Mr. Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Uh that's been going on since uh since the before times. It's the the before long time. long ago. <laughs> We've been in this for a little over a year and yet mm-hmm. it feels so long. Yep. so much longer. Uh but yes, if you want to get your get uh a chance to get in the field, show that you've still got what it takes in MKX. Uh, you can enter the qualifier. Qualifier is on Saturday. Uh, and then the finals will actually be Monday on Max's uh, on Max's Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash Maximilian
0: underscore D-O-O-D. Dude. Dude? What's up, dude? dude? Uh... Man, it's so cool. So, this is a great example of someone putting together some stuff about the games they love and getting a ridiculously amount of really good feedback, right? Like, we saw Maximilian do, uh, partner up with Twitch and do Ultimate Marvel, which was amazing. It was super fun to watch. We saw KI, which was amazing and super fun to watch. And now we're seeing MKX. All three of those games we know that Max adores because, you know, uh... Marvel 3 was, of course, his Assist Me series. KI, he loved the game enough and wound up working in the game uh, and developing the game. MKX, he also did an Assist Me series with, which was crazy. Some of the production value for his stuff is amazing. So, such a good example of someone kind of showcasing that just because certain games are not in... The major radar, as if you will. They're not EVO Sunday Top 8 games. Doesn't mean that there's not a ridiculously amazing community behind it. So, big ups to Maximilian and all the crazy stuff he's doing, man. I cannot wait to watch this one as well. As as long as you've got two people who
1: want to play, game is not dead. So, MKX... Um no. I can Games go buy die. I can go
0: buy a copy of Star Wars Master of Teras Kasi right now. You could, but I mean that would be like No game me ever saying, dies. <laughs> that would be like me saying
1: I could drink a bottle of apple cider vinegar straight up. I could. I don't know if that's a good idea, but I could. Okay. Oh, never mind.
0: Don't have it. I was going to do a joke that I have a a copy of Soul Calibur 3 somewhere. And apparently that's the most hated one. But I don't have it with me. Never mind. I was going to do a joke. Sorry.
1: It's okay. I forgive you. Just this once, though.
0: We'll we'll make it happen. Oh, man. I cannot Uh, wait to see the the shenanigans unfold. (laughs) Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Steve. Speaking of other things that can't wait. Apparently, people cannot wait for Climax of Night.
1: Yes. So, we talked about Climax of Night a little bit uh, last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Between, or a couple days after uh, we talked about it, Climax of Night actually opened up registration. And then, shortly after that, Climax of Night closed registration because I mean, they, they hit their they hit their player cap in about 12 hours yep they <laughs> initially allowed 350 people to sign up um, and they hit that like it it opened at 11 at midnight Eastern uh, uh, 11 p.m. central and it was I, I, I checked the next morning. It was like seventy-five percent full uh by six AM the next day. Uh so they hit their cap. Uh, Shinobi, who's the lead organizer, uh said that they were considering um a raising the cap. Uh so and they have decided to do so. Steve, Here we have the is, announcement. We do. Uh Quote. Uh, so the so the big thing is uh, the player caps for Uni and Melty individually have have been raised. Uh, there are going to be sixty competitor passes put up uh, for registration on Thursday at nine p.m. Eastern, six p.m. Pacific. So those of you who are watching live on Twitch. Uh, about 48 hours after we, uh, wind up the show. Those of you who are listening on, uh, Spotify or YouTube about 12 hours after we go live on those platforms. Uh, um, if
0: you're listening to this a week after, I'm sorry to tell you from the past that you've missed it. Sorry. So if you do miss it, there is going to be a,
1: um, a waiting list. Mm-hmm. So so if you're not able to register this time or or if you're not one of the lucky ones uh, to get one of those 60 passes, you'll still have a shot to to get in should someone else decide yeah I'm, I'm not going to do it. But yeah, it is it is it just shows you the hunger that's out there in the Melty community, uh, in all those communities, Mm -hmm. uh, uni, uh, all those games.
0: Man, you know what's super bittersweet? 12 hours.
1: 12 hours.
0: You know what's super bittersweet about all this? It's, sorry, I thought you were going to ask what. What? What? It's well, first of all, I feel like at this point, everybody's tired of having to like queue up for something and then it being gone in 12 hours and you not getting it. I eat, like PlayStation 5s, uh, Xboxes, shoes, most importantly, vaccines. Uh, the other thing that I read, and like I just got this I don't know what it is, but I just got this feeling in the pit of my stomach. I don't know, it's not negative. It's not a negative feeling, but it's something that like is just in there. And it was when I read that bottom line about having a reservation link for a room block next week, double beds, $135 a night. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but reading that made me feel some type of way, and I don't know what way that is.
1: I miss having to figure out room situations. <laughs> okay, uh, were you? Let me ask you this. And and I want to know in chat too, those of you who've who've gone to events, who go to events, were you the person who booked the room yourself and then tried to figure out who was gonna room with you later, or were you the person who just signed up and then asked around to see if anybody's got a spot on the floor?
0: Steve, you know the answer to this.
1: I I know because we tried to book for CB Twenty Twenty.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's funny because I've been on both ends, right? Like I remember Evo 2016, we fit about five people in a room. Unheard of nowadays. I would never do that again, <laughs> especially <laughs> with the way the world is right now. Never again. Uh, trying to think, like what else? Uh, I remember traveling to uh, Final Round. 2016 the year like the first final round was Street Fighter 5 and fitting six people in a room Texas Showdown fitting like four or five people in a room and then a bunch of people came to play and it's like oh trying to sleep over here so I've been on both sides of the aisle and they're both both are fun in their own way let's say both of them have their ups and downs I I have been on uh, both ends as
1: well. Um, like, the first year I went to UFGT, mm-hmm. uh, even before Combo Breaker, it was, like, my first major, you know, first tournament that I traveled for. So I booked a room for my own self. Like, I don't want to share. And then as we got closer and closer to the event, I was thinking, like, uh, you know, financially, it'd be cool if I could share this, um, and and then I it ended up like some a uh, few Smash players were looking for a room, so I'm like, yeah, f- it ah dang it, <laughs> I'm gonna have <laughs> to beat myself. Got him. No, <laughs> got him. Uh, but the last time I went, I actually uh couldn't book right away. I I couldn't register right away, and the room sold out. Mm -hmm. instantly but i was lucky enough to get in with like a few of the other elder statesmen of (laughs) uh the twin cities we were literally drinking old fashions nice we were like lounging we got in we we made our target run so we got like bananas and we we thought about this we had plans we, we were not flying by the seat of our pants And then we lounged And they were drinking old fashions That tells you These were not like 21, 22 mm-hmm. year old guys I'm sorry That's fine uh, we, 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 hey man, we're, we're on the with an old fashion, you know? there's, there's a spectrum of ages Of people who go to these events And I think that was the moment uh, <laughs> That I realized I was a lot closer to this side Than I was to this side
0: <laughs> Man, ugh, booking hotels again. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, look. <clears throat> I think there there's something fun about going to a hotel. Always, right? Like you get unlimited hot water. You don't need to worry about. You get to be somewhere new. You get to hang out. Uh, I think the only place I've ever like, got a hotel for myself. Was, I think it was Texas Showdown. 2017. Where I booked a room and I was like, screw you. I'm it again. Screw you. This is mine. Everybody go away. And I had a good time. I mean, it wasn't as, like, rambunctious as every other year where I shared a room. But, you know, it, had its, it, had, it has its ups and downs. It has its ups and downs. The tough part is
1: when Your room becomes the money match room
0: Yep (laughs) Yep Uh,
1: Because I I don't know if I've talked about this On the show before uh, But one of the years I went to Combo Breaker I I think it was the last year Before they became A CPT event And uh, I ended up rooming with A few other Minnesota guys Including uh, Kangaroo who was one of the stronger players and actually ended up making top eight that year. Um, so afterwards, you know, I, I, I was tired, you know, cause I'm, you know, I'm, I'm tired is I, I love going to events, but it is very draining. Um, but I get back to the room and it's the money match room. Justin's in there. Ricky's in there. Uh, Couple other people trying to get matches with uh, with Christian, uh, with uh, sorry with uh, Kangaroo there. I ended up going to bed at like two thirty after making a mid uh, one a.m. McDonald's run because I was yeah. still hungry. Uh, walking like half an hour to the McDonald's that's like little, like a mile, mile and a half from the venue. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of cool. Just trying to go to bed and you got. Six people, some of you whom you may not know, uh, <laughs> yep. at the edge of the bed try, you know, trying to get a hundred bucks. It's it, It's an experience that I would not trade for anything else.
0: Yeah. You know what I kind of am hoping makes a comeback? I really, genuinely, I really hope this makes a comeback. Salty sweets. I want oh, salty yeah. sweets to come back. And here's why. The after parties are cool right everybody goes to a bar there's a setup and there's people playing whatever there's exhibitions blah 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 whatever i miss like the complete chaos of a salty suite where it's like they set up a stream station beds just bedrooms just door open everybody's filing in and out whatever kind of money match happens happens i really miss like just watching a stream and being like oh daigo versus uh, gamer bees happening on NYC Furby's hotel room after the tournament. Sick, right? The, like, like
1: the best, uh, the be- the best part of those is like the players you don't necessarily know about, right? Like, like, like the kangaroos, the, the people who, the people who they travel with, no, but the rest of the world doesn't. I love seeing those players get get a chance to do something. So. Mm-hmm. Uh man, and you know obviously it can happen in tournament, but yeah, when there's money on the line, when it's a long set, it's a different story. And I love seeing those things. So yeah, yeah, please,
0: let's. That get- was the first time uh, at a salty seat was the first time I met Ice. I don't know if you remember Ice, the Bison player in Street Fighter Five, uh, who used to be from Arkansas, moved to Austin. Uh. And then we, him and I, along with a couple of buddies here in Austin, we used to travel for the Red Bull events in Houston. Uh, but that was the first time I met him, was at Panda's Salty Suite at Absolute Battle. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so man. much fun. I miss that stuff. I hope that yeah. comes back. And you know, it's funny. I'm, I was saying, like, I'll never share a room with five people again, yet I'm talking about cramming like ten people into a bedroom. <laughs> with a stream set up. <laughs> it, it,
1: it's kind of like, you know, you go to that restaurant that you don't see every that you go like once a year like, huh, I haven't been here for a while, wonder why? And then you have it like, oh yeah, that's why. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, uh, I can't wait but you know, to come back.
1: You know, speaking of events coming back, we got another one. And sorry for my phone ringing.
0: Oh my god, Steve, are that. you a rookie? I,
1: I am a rookie. I, I shun myself. S- Steve, you are shunned. You are shunned.
0: Okay. So since you're shunning yourself, let me go ahead and set this up. Uh, It was announced. Today, we got a very crazy announcement. And that is that another tournament is coming back. Except this one is taking place in December. In the grand old city of Orlando. That's right. CEO. 2021. Oh, hold on one second. Wee. We're getting viewbotted, guys, uh, by two people. Let me just go ahead and take care of this while we're doing all these. There we go. Sick. Yeah. Uh I don't know if that's necessarily viewbotting, but whatever. I don't like it. Uh anyway, CEO 2021 coming December 3rd through 5th in Orlando. Stay tuned for more details. The big announcement.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, this has been in the works for a while. Uh, Jabaley, who is the lead organizer of CEO, uh, floated the idea, uh, publicly of not running their typical June event again this year. Um, Mm -hmm. they canceled, obviously canceled last year's main CEO event canceled last year's CEO Taku, uh, which is typically in the fall. Um, Dreamland, which is their Smash themed event, was one of the last events to run. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you could, I still remember him on Twitter basically begging for someone to shut him down and say, no, you can't run. But no one did. So yeah. he had to run. Um, but in talking about uh, plans for this year on social media, he did float the idea of not running this um, or not running the traditional June event and in its place running an event uh, in December to sort of take the place of uh, CEO Mm Taku and then following that uh, going into 2022 returning to the regular schedule we now have confirmation of that we now have dates Uh, first weekend of December In Orlando.
0: Who are we seeing there? Everybody. I have a feeling it's going to be another one. Look, if Climax... If people sold out Climax of Night in 12 hours... And this isn't me throwing shade at Climax of Night. But if Climax of Night sold out in 12 hours... With, like, a very specific target audience... I can't even imagine what's going to happen with CEO registration. And we're talking about you know
1: December average December. temperature yeah uh, average temperature seventy five degrees in December in, in Orlando. Orlando yeah hmm. I didn't know that uh, you want know, to know what the average temperature in Minneapolis is
0: in December what's it like negative twenty three thousand it's twenty 29- nine Oh, 29. It's, oh God, it feels like it some days.
1: 29! Mm. Below Freezing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That is looking very, very tempting, Just regardless of whatever games they run. Obviously, obviously, you got to believe Street Fighter, you got to believe Tekken, you got to believe Strive. But who knows how many people they're going to run. Uh, if I remember correctly, this is going to be their classic venue. Mm-hmm. At the Wyndham? Uh, the Wyndham. Yes, so not necessarily a five thousand seater. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll see, and and like you said, it's going to be interesting uh, to see how quickly a if there is a cap, because we're talking about an event that's seven months out, and only yeah, seven as hard months. Is it? as hard as it is to imagine now it, it could very well be a situation where all restrictions are off um especially florida which has been sort of at the forefront in that in that regard for better or for worse um so we may not have caps we may have a whole bunch of people together uh but will you know that remains to be seen details mm. to come
0: later but ceo In some form is happening. Alright. Chat, I want to know. Give me a block or grab in the chat. Are you going? Give me a block. No, I mean a grab. Sorry. You going? Give me a grab. You not going? Give me a block. You happy about it? What's going on? Uh, honestly, Steve, like you said, December 3rd, very attractive offer for a tiny vacation. Very, very attractive offer. Uh... I'm debating on it, to be honest. And I haven't traveled for tournaments. And Man, you know what's funny? I don't know if I said this on the show or not, but 2020, I had planned to start traveling for tournaments again. And then 2020 shut down. I'm kind of hesitant to say I want to travel to these. Because I don't want things to shut down again, because I caused it, obviously. So, I'm looking forward to hopefully going out and hanging out with everybody again. Preferably everybody wearing masks. If not, I'll wear my mask. Um, cool. Ooh. Yeah. That's where it's, we're it's, at. It makes my heart beat a little bit quicker that if, like events are coming back. I'm going to hate it when it's like, "Oh, book a hotel room." <laughs> <laughs> Try to get everything organized again. Uh like we were saying earlier, but still, uh I can I part of me can't even believe that we're at this point. So and, I'm excited.
1: And on top of that, you know, we're we're talking about Events sort of in, you know, climax of night is in November. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will be in December. What other major events typically happen in December? You know, not including like the Capcom Cup. You know, uh, world or world tour circuit events. Know, NEC? What? What? FGs? Yes. NEC. And just a few hours ago, uh, Big E Eric Small. The lead organizer of Biggie Gaming, the team that uh, NEC and all of those other Philly area major events, he he tweeted out NEC will still happen. What's his so that's uh, That is e small Philly. So I will link
0: that in the chat. Uh, But yeah. Oh, snap. Look at this. And then, bam. Look at that. That is a very, very good thing to hear. Man, NEC coming back. Ah, I'm excited. NEC was my last tournament when I lived in the East Coast. I miss NEC. I miss, I miss a lot of things. Pandemic's been tough. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, in so many ways, Yeah. You know what? You know what's actually? All right. I want to I place a bet with everybody in the chat here. Over, under. As in yes or no. Will Capcom Cup screw over NEC again by having it on the same weekend this year? Like they have in the past three years <laughs> before. I am going to say no
1: because uh, NEC typically happens in December. And we already know Capcom has said that they plan on having Capcom Cup 8 in early 2022. So, on paper, okay. there should be no conflict. Okay. I I hope there's no... <laughs> it I would believes... just be his luck. <laughs>
0: I believe was... it when I seize it.
1: <laughs> <all I'm> <laughs> like, Capcom announces, due to unforeseen circumstances, we're going to have to move this to December. Uh... <laughs> Eric, I'm sorry. You know, love you, man. It's just business. I That would just be so mean.
0: Oh, that would man. Be so mean. I hope that doesn't uh, happen. They uh.
1: actually have, uh, I, I will say in all seriousness, they actually have CPT qualifiers going through January. So there really isn't a way for them to move it up. Yeah. So Here's thankfully, hoping here's hoping and then uh we'll see how 2022 goes uh with the 2022 campaign. Uh but yeah. NEC coming back, CEO coming back, climax of the night sold out. <laughs> um
0: I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I'm excited, Steve. The world is coming back in before somebody clips this and then like something gets shut down again. <laughs> Ah, uh, let's hope that doesn't happen. I don't want to will that in the world. Let's forget I just said that. Okay. Uh, Super fun. Lots of big announcements. Steve, we have more announcements.
1: Uh, we do. Uh, do we want to talk about Sam Show?
0: Yes. Let's, let's start with Sam Show, and then we'll work our way through the rest of the announcements. Do you want to lead this one off?
1: Uh, sure. Uh, so Sam Show, if you are a PC player, this is your opportunity because this week Samurai Showdown announced that they are coming uh, to Steam. Uh, it's been on, uh, was it? Not Epic Green Game Man, Store, but Epic Game Store. Excuse me. Yes, it was on Epic Game Store. Uh, it was on Stadia, which I don't know if there uh, needs to be a punchline there with that but uh stadia
0: has negative latency it's perfect
1: they got the the, they they put the precogs to use (laughs) (laughs) i am making minority report references tonight (laughs) Uh, but yes uh so uh this was part of a two-part announcement so Sam Show is coming to Steam on June 14th, as well as the third character. uh, They also announced uh, that Shiro Amakusa will be the third character, the third DLC character uh, for Sam Show, and they'll be out on the 14th as well. So, a double dip of updates there. That does leave one more spot in this season pass, and that is going to be the uh the uh, guilty gear character.
0: Hold on. I wanna pull up first. Thing. I don't think I'm fine. Ah, never mind. Anyway, uh you remember that one song by Michael Jackson called Don't Stop Till You Get Enough?
1: Yes. When I
0: read I, I always thought Oh go ahead. Go, no no go ahead, that. go ahead. What did you always think?
1: I, I was going to say, I, I thought for the longest time, the lyrics were, come on, we're the post office. Don't stop till you get enough.
0: <laughs> we're the post office. Okay, I see how good that could work. That's hilarious, though. <laughs> just want you to know that's really funny. Uh, I, I, I'm turning in my cool card. <laughs> well, look, I just want to point out. Wait, is this? Hold on, hold on. Wait, nope, never mind. Uh, I just want to point out. You know the breakdown of that song, where they're like, "Mama yes. say, mama say, mama. Who's that? mama, say, mama." It. I literally thought that was this dude's name. It was that breakdown. Uh, anyway, it was a long way to get to that punchline, so I'm gonna <laughs> go ahead and forget that I said it's
1: it. It's not. It's not about the destination. It's about the <laughs> journey. <laughs>
0: Uh, anywho, uh, yeah, so for those of you that were hoping to play Sam Show on the PC but are too stubborn to get into the Epic Game Store, it's now on Steam. Congratulations. Let's me giving you a clap. Uh, not the clap, a clap. Uh,
1: all right. Oh, why? Why would you even onward, put that thought into onward, existence?
0: forward we go. Uh, next, let's take a look at this trailer. Uh... Oops, I clicked the wrong button. Wait, did I click the wrong button? No, they did not. Oh, it's Leona.
1: You don't really expect Leona to not be in the game. So, it's not that this is unwelcome or anything like that. It It just sort of like, okay, cool. That's nice to see, sure. Yeah. You know, sort of like, you don't expect Terry to not be there. You don't expect. You don't expect Leona to not be there, um, so it's not exactly an announcement that's going to set the world on fire. And that's sort of the risk you do when you when you're doing this one release per week, uh, one character reveal per week. Um, you know, it, it, overall, it's a good way to keep people interested because there's always that that drip of information, but. You know, you, you've got to find that balance between, okay, we've got X number of new characters, we've got X number of returning characters. How do we mix that in so that we're we're constantly providing excitement to our fans? You know, I think of uh, Nagori Yuki in Strive, where, you know, we saw him we we saw him briefly in that initial trailer and then we didn't know about you know he he was in our our thoughts um but we didn't really see him until much much mm-hmm. much later and he was like the third um, to
0: last person announced right or like that they showed yeah. the
1: trailer for i think i i i forget if it, it i don't think it was the hard drive was it the option select i'm pretty sure it was the option select they had that amazing article uh you know Arc System Works announces delaying Guilty Gear Strive because they forgot the character from the
0: trailer. (laughs) It's hilarious.
1: By the way, if you're not following the option select, definitely follow them. They are... Mwah! I I, I cannot give them enough (laughs) chef's kisses.
0: Yeah, they're basically like the onion version of the, uh, or they're the FGC version of the onion. If I'm not mistaken. So, big ups to them. But still getting still getting more KOF stuff do we have we don't have like any semblance of a release date for KOF 15, do we?
1: uh still 2021. okay as far that is the last update no they, it hasn't been narrowed down as of yet.
0: okay. all right, so since we were talking about a little bit about guilty gear during this uh, announcement for KOF 15. Uh, I wanted to talk about something that I don't think kind of made the spotlight too much uh, about Guilty Gear. Uh, There was uh, some happenings around Guilty Gear today uh, and through these last couple weeks. And that is, first of all, Strive has an English dub. And if I recall, Exer did not. So this is the first time in a hot minute that we're seeing Guilty Gear in English. Now... Way That's back when. blazing. What's up? That's pretty blazing. It is pretty blazing. Sign had a dub? That's impossible. Oh, maybe Revelator didn't have it. Anyway. It's been a hot minute since we've heard Guilty Gear in, in English is all I mean. In dub. Uh, way back when, Aaron Fitzgerald, who you might know as the voice of Naz and Ned Ed and Eddie. He's also in Sailor Moon. And many, many other things we've seen and played. Uh, was announced as the person who was going to be voicing Ramlethal. However, recently, big announcement from the person who is voicing Ramlethal was this. Laura Stahl is going to be voicing Ramlethal. And everybody's wondering what happened. Now, first of all, Laura Stahl voices of um. Uh, Has her voice in Genshin Impact, *Fantasy Star Online, Fire Emblem, Pokemon, right? However, after asked, Aaron Fitzgerald said something along the lines of, Character is black, I'm not, so I'm giving the opportunity to someone who is. Letting uh, black women take the mic so that we have more diversity in voice casting. And I think that is something that is very admirable and it's something very important, right? Because we're, I feel like a lot of people tout the whole uh, diversity thing. But then when it comes time to actually put up or shut up, everybody just shuts up. So this is, I think, the first time I've seen a good uh, representation of someone actually taking that stuff seriously.
1: We we've seen this before in a couple other uh, bits of media. Um, I the the one that pops up to mind is uh, Family Guy with Cleveland, mm-hmm. who is initially who was you know historically or voiced by a white guy. Um, this is one of those things that is I have so many mixed feelings on it. Because, you know, representation is such an important thing um, for people in any industry, uh, especially entertainment, because it shapes so much of, you know, consciously or subconsciously, it shapes a lot of what people like, what people believe, what people are into. And it's very hard to, for me to put my thoughts into words on this. Um, this isn't necessarily the big the big win for me that I that it is for some other people, but that's okay. You know, um, I hope we get to a point where you know the the issue here, that, as far as I see, is. You know, voices should be based on voices. You know, it's acting, and you know, it is possible for a character who presents as black or who is black, maybe a character, maybe an actor who isn't necessarily black, might be the best possible match for that. Their voice might be the best possible match for that character. On the flip side, there might be characters who present as white or are presented as white, and a non-white character, voice actor might be the best fit for that character. I want to get to a world where where those decisions are made beca- and nobody has to think about it because everybody in the industry has uh, you know equal opportunity at every step of the way, and then we can truly think about simply the best you know we don't have to worry about representation because representation will just happen but we're not there yet so this is you know I'm glad that someone is doing this um I'm not exactly heartbroken to see one voice actor over another in this case I think they're both fantastic uh but yeah, it's there. There are so many other issues at play here that we don't have nearly enough time to get into. So, TLDR, it's complicated.
0: Okay, we won't talk about it no more. <laughs> 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 My kidding. thoughts
1: are so incoherent when it comes to that sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, it's complicated.
0: Yeah. Well, I have nothing to add. My white passing ass doesn't.
1: Your think thoughts about this
0: are as much. not unimportant. Well, no, but I also—I don't know. It's one of those things where I see it and I'm like, "Hey, that person's doing it," but then another part of me is like, "Why would they parade that around?" Although t- Aaron, to her credit, did not like shout to the world, "Like, ah, I'm letting this person have it." Um, so I don't know. There's a, there's a cynical part of me that thinks some of it's just uh, theatrical, but there's the more logical side of me that knows it's not. So anyway. Anywho, let's move on. So, let, we... let, let's,
1: let, let's talk about other things, uh, yes. other Guilty Gear things uh, this weekend, because oh, that's right there was a beta. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not, like I said, I got sick. I fell ill this weekend, so I was not able to get my hands on it. But did you get your hands on it? I did. Um, what, what did you think? What so, were your thoughts on it?
0: I think I have a unique opinion on Guilty Gear, and here's why. My character did not change <laughs> at all. I played Giovanna, and she is the same as she was in Beta 1. Uh, for the most part, I think maybe I noticed like s- very small bits and pieces here and there that got changed. Uh, And uh, I played it all on uh, Friday. Friday, I spent the entire day playing it. I got to the Celestial Floor. I became a true VIP player, right? I was kicking people out of the Celestial Floor, and let me tell you, that feels special. Seeing some fresh face come up to the Celestial Floor, being like, oh, I made it! Get down to the Floor 10! Uh, And I don't know if you heard, uh, but in previous betas, uh, there was one person... Going around in floor 10 of the Tokyo Tower. Uh, someone who terrorized all the influencers on Influencer Day. Who dared enter Tokyo Tower floor number 10. And it was someone going by the name of Little Bussy Man. Of course, later we found out it was played by uh, Majin Obama. And uh, <laughs> it was hilarious. To this day, I still think my favorite the, my favorite thing I've ever heard on a stream anywhere is not on influencer day as Majin Obama said uh, But anyway, I, I think I felt a little bit of that where it's like, hey, I belong here and you don't Probably shouldn't have said that immediately following the segment about <laughs> talking about uh, people of color, so I'll take that one uh, I'll take that one on the chin There's Fugu, Fugu Doc Fugu, thank you for the subscription Getting me out of that train of thought. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate you. Uh, He says, A little pussy, man. Juna told me nobody knows who he is. is, It is mysterious, right? But anyway. uh, Thoughts on the beta. Sorry for the big tangent there. Thoughts on the beta. The lobby system, still not great. Still very janky. They... Instead of it being a free-for-all, they have actual stations set up, so it does help organize things a little bit better. But it's still that same delay-based shenanigans that hurts to go through. And sometimes matches work, or like sometimes the actual matching up works, sometimes it doesn't. It's a little bit frustrating. Now, other people who don't main Giovanna have had an issue with the direction that Guilty Gear is going. And that is... It's, and it seems like, it almost seems so tangential to how, to the change between Street Fighter 4 and Street Fighter 5. And I said this earlier, uh, like, when Strife was first announced. It really is so similar to the differences between Street Fighter 5 and Street Fighter 4. Because people find some fun stuff and it seemingly gets taken away. Right? People find some crazy mix-ups and it seemingly gets taken away. So a lot of people are having a hard time, especially playing these betas and how they're changing, because it feels like the game is just getting so condensed into uh, a quote-unquote accessible game that a lot of people are getting frustrated because it seems like there's going to be no longevity to it. It seems like there's going to be, even if there is a little bit of depth, it feels like it's going to be one of those where we play it for a couple months and then that's it. And that worries me a lot, and I to a degree, I kind of do agree with people who are saying that, and it's it's one of those things where we don't know what the full game is going to be, but we're less than a month out from full release, and this they, where release was already supposed to have happened. So a big part of me doesn't think that a lot's going to change from this beta balance wise. however. knows what's going to happen next month. you know
1: balance wise I think is less of an issue I think the lobby experience is so important especially you know it's important for in any because it's part of the experience of playing online you gotta go through that in order to play games and if that is a hassle Uh, I'm afraid of people just saying, no, you know, it pushing people away, you know, maybe not that in and of itself, but that might be the straw that breaks the camel's back for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, You got to believe, like, like you said, we're a month out. I don't think that we're going to see many changes. Balanced stuff can always, you know, there's always going to be patches. There's always going to be updates. That's going to change, you know. It might not be at uh, between now and launch, but what we get at launch isn't necessarily what we're going to have at, you know, you know, a year from now. Right at CEO at Climax of Night, but well, obviously Climax isn't running it, but there might be some side tournament action going on, but. That online experience is so important at any point. It's especially important now when for at least the first few months of the game's life, you're not going to have major offline events. So most people, their experience is going to be limited to playing online. That is going to be how they connect with the game. And if the the, basically the front door of that experience is... As rough as it has been, that's a concern. You know, I, I I'm not so concerned about the other gameplay aspects. It's going to, I think, it's going to be a hit with some people who might not pick up Strive. I don't think it's going to push as many people away as some people fear. There will be some who are pushed away, but I think there will be enough depth there uh, at the end of the day to keep most people entertain keep most people interested
0: that lobby really worries me Mm -hmm. however I do want to point out something the lobby for ranked games does tend to get a little frustrating why you you up for a game you get a match you play one game they find in this iteration of uh guilty gear for this beta they added a rematch button which is unbelievably quick right you finish the match, you hit, re- you hit uh, rematch, bam, you're in the game. However, in ranked mode, in the floors, right after playing a match, the other person might have gotten demoted. See, back to the lobby. Here we go again. After two, and it's, uh, and it's three games, right? And I'm pretty sure it doesn't matter if it's first to three or not. I think it's just three games, period. Uh, at any point. Ranks change. You get kicked out, go back to the lobby. However. One thing, and Juna pointed this out. So I'm happy that I have the same thoughts that he did. In the park, which is the casual side of things. The games per minute that you get is unbelievably quick. You can sit and play a set with someone for hours and hours. And it will feel like 30 minutes have gone by. Because of how fast... The game loads back up. That, I think, is like kind of a huge uh, draw to this game. Is that you can just go to the park. You can sit there with someone. You can play for two hours. and Quite possibly non-stop. No loading in the games. No getting kicked back into the lobby. Just rematch, rematch, rematch. Go, 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 go. Grind, 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 grind. I think that's super important. And I think that's super fun. Right? Because it's one of those things where... Everything is so fresh in your mind by the time you get back into the game. It's almost like you're just playing one continuous game, and that's, I think, an experience that we haven't had in a hot minute, right? Because look at something like Street Fighter V. Yes, when you re- hit click rematch, the game loads quickly. However, go through the windscreen. You have to load into the uh, like the the windscreen. You have to load into the <laughs> the rematch button after people click rematch. Then you get back into it. With this, it's like, as the character outro is playing, you're getting all the information and you're getting the rematch button. So it's so quick. It is so quick. And I think that's super important. At least to to me, that's extremely important because it makes it feel like you're actually grinding and you're... uh, It feels productive. It doesn't feel like you were made to sit there for an extended amount of time waiting for the chance to play again. So that, I think, is like kind of the big high point of this beta was the part. Granted, again, the lay-based lobby, but once you get into the game, super fun. And I'm just curious to see how people will feel about the game once it's out. Because I think a lot of... I've been seeing this on the Twitter timeline. A lot of people have been expressing that while the game is kind of fun, it does feel dry. It feels like something's missing. Which is exactly what people were saying about Street Fighter V. When it was game. So, it's one of those wait and see moments. And we're going to wait and see for about 30 days. About 30 days we'll have waited enough to see.
1: We, we did ask um, on Twitter for our question of the day. Um, after playing the beta how likely are you to buy the game on its launch now? Uh, obviously the first beta was a pre-order uh, incentive, uh, but this one was an open beta. Anyone, whether you pre-ordered the game or not, could get in. Uh, so we asked if it made you more likely to buy the game or or more specifically, if you were planning on buying the game after playing it. Um, of people saying they're definitely buying it and another 24% uh, said that they were probably buying it. So 70% all told saying that, yeah, they're going to buy the game. Uh, You got to believe that's pretty good. Uh, Only. Yeah. Just under 12% of respondents saying that they are definitely not buying it. Um, are you able to pull up a couple of responses yep look at the screen um i I was just pulling it up on Twitter I apologize oh, you don't have to with the magic uh, of i I forget we got this technology now <laughs> uh real troll saying they already bought it uh obviously that's gonna be the case for a lot of people who who played on the first uh, first beta uh Nine Boys, uh, is only buying to play the story mode, which is perfectly valid. Not everyone has to be a tournament player. Um, do you have the one about, uh, PlayStation?
0: This one?
1: Uh, yes. Uh, J.D. Byron said that they had initially ordered for both, um, there it is. Initially ordered for both PlayStation and PC, but canceled on PlayStation, uh, because of the lobby, says it's not in a good enough spot lobby-wise for them to buy it on two platforms, and most of their friends are playing on PC. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, it does, it's costing some people. Uh, the Ghost said that they didn't play the beta, but they are hype as heck to get in it, uh, to get the game. Uh, they're getting it on uh day two unless the port is broken. That's the tech. That's the tech. Mm-hmm. You avoid the pre-order. Let someone else take the fall day one, and then like, ah, oh, is it cool? Okay, I'll 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 like you enter fifteen numbers of your sixteen digit credit card and that <laughs> last one. Lobbies are okay, right? All right, seven. There. <laughs> And then Miles brings up a little uh, little uh, nugget from the past. If you don't buy Marvel Infinite, you don't support fighting games. Um, there's always this interesting sort of crossover when we talk about uh, supporting the scene. Um, and the obligation to do so. Um, you and that goes to you know how passionate we are in this community. We, we don't just see the game as a game. We don't just see it as a product. We see it as a for better or for worse, we see it as sort of an extension of the community. That's sort of the umbrella that we all come together under. Uh, so it seems like for a lot of people buying the game, it has much more meaning than just buying the game to play it. Um, and like I said, the, there are things that are great about that sort of approach. There are things that I, I feel are problematic about that sort of approach. Um, I, I, I try to keep in mind that my love for the community is based on the community, and it doesn't necessarily matter which buttons we're pressing together as long as we're pressing buttons. Oh, yeah. So, whether that's a Roman cancel or a V-trigger or a- anything like that. Um,
0: but yeah, oh, yeah. it's... <laughs> Alright, Steve, we're at 7.30. Do you have an extra 10 minutes? Cause I wanna go long. Because I want to go along. Because I don't think we should pass up what we have next. That we were able to get to in that time. I don't necessarily think we should... I I
1: don't think I can go 10 minutes, but I do want to talk about uh,
0: this thing. Let's go five minutes then. All right. So, Infil, for those of you that don't know that name, that is a gentleman who uh, made the complete guide to KI. Amazing guide at literally everything. Taught me a lot about KI. It was quite amazing. Infil... Today, released what he calls the Fighting Game Glossary. And we have it pulled up here. And I think this is an absolutely amazing website. Uh, It has every single FGC term that you could think of. And it defines it. Uses it in a sentence. Shows you what part of the English language it's at. If it's a noun, a pronoun, adjective. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to pull some terms that we don't think is on this website. What can we possibly think of that is an FGC term that is not on this website? Chat, I want you guys to have some input. Steve, I want you to have some input. And I have a couple on the back of my brain.
1: Oh, man.
0: That's one that we that
1: wouldn't be on the website. Mm-hmm. <sighs> How memey is
0: this? I don't know.
1: Oh, Doc Fugu with the great one. Guessies. Guessies?
0: All right, let's let's go <laughs> look it up. Guessie. I don't, No results. I don't think that- <laughs> Doc Fugu got it. Guessies is uh, not <laughs> in the game glossary.
1: Woo! You know, I know this is not going to be on here. Um, eight ninety five. Eight ninety five. Eight ninety five. I'm sure there's a good chunk of our audience that has
0: no idea what oh, that man. means. Yeah, eight ninety five is not
1: <laughs> I, the fighting obviously, game glossary. Obviously this is more towards uh fighting game concepts and stuff that is actually about fighting games and not just the memes that surround it. Uh, but
0: tools Ooh. like this are amazing. Uh Let's. I mean, I have. I have one. Do you think they'll have a hood perfect in here? Ooh, look up perfect and see,
1: because you can do uh, partial terms. Well, we'll hood
0: perfect is around here. Of- Holy sh! <laughs> 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 so, for those of you that don't know, a hood perfect is uh, when you take chip damage, but you don't take any other type of damage, so it doesn't give you the perfect in the game, but it's a perfect.
1: They, they threw a fireball that you had to block. It wasn't going to hit. Luigi. They they knew you were going to win. They knew that it wasn't going to hit. They knew that you knew it wasn't going to hit. But you just didn't want to get perfected. So mm-hmm. that's all
0: that was. Yeah, uh, Looks like Double Luigi is not on there. And I think that's kind of a crime, to be honest. <laughs> Double Luigi, I think, is such a hilarious piece of FGC lore. And for those of you that don't know, Double Luigi is, uh, I think it was popularly used in Tekken, and it was a Japanese commentator who said, Double Richie, which is a uh, term in Mahjong when you have two players who have one card to go. It's called uh, Double Richie. And this commentator started saying Double Richie for when players had... One round left to win. Both players had one round left to win. Now, the hilarity of this comes when somebody in the U.S. heard them say Double Ricci, thought they said Double Luigi, <laughs> and noticed they were saying it in the final round, so it just became popularized that people started saying Double Luigi when you had one <laughs> round left in Tekken. Uh, Blue wants Cali Burst. Let's see if they got Cali Burst. Wee. Caliburst is not on here either. Dang. Try, try it as two words. Two words? Now, something else that's really cool about... Whoops, <laughs> I read about... Uh, yeah, no Caliburst. Sad times. Uh, but something that's really cool about this website too is not only is this a full encyclopedia for FGC terms, it's also translated. So, our friend of the show, Hi-Fight and Fubar Duck. Uh... The search for Chicago? Okay. <laughs> There's the Chicago Punish! Alright, what what is this? Hold on, the Chicago Punish is, uh, correctly blocking every unsafe move from your opponent, like a dragon punch. And then punishing it with an extremely low damage, weak offensive move, usually like a throw. I've been heard this called a Portland Punish as well. Uh... But yeah, so you can have a lot of fun. But what I was saying is, uh, it's also in Japanese. So if you type something like nage, I've heard Eris say this a bunch of times. And it's about throws. And you have the Japanese translation here at the bottom. And it was uh, high fight with suggestions from Fubar Duck uh, doing all these. So please go check out this website. It's uh, glossary.infill.net. And if you like their stuff as much as I do, where you can just go look Nooch. Let's take a look at nooch. Is, it, is that how it's spelled? There it is, neutral! It knows! Uh, Domi Burst? Domi Burst is gonna be the last one. I know what a Domi Burst is. Ah, uh, it doesn't have it. That's alright. Abare? Just, oh,
1: okay. uh, you, try spelling Burst correctly.
0: Did I not spell Burst correctly? Well, it it has like Abare. You,
1: be, you, It looked like you had B and then space URST.
0: Yeah. Yeah, still nothing. (sighs) I'm sorry. Whoops. I apologize. Whoops. Go forward. All right. Uh, And it even has, like, a term of the day (laughs) and today's is Electric Wind Godfist. Uh, But, yeah, uh, if you like this as much as I do and think this is an amazing project as much as I do, when you go to the website, there's a little donate button there, and you can either buy and fill some coffee, or donate directly to their PayPal. Please go support this person, because this is an unbelievable piece of FGC that is now all in one place. And if I had this when I was trying to get into the FGC, I feel like I would be twice the fighting game person I am today. So, big ups to them. They even have stats and updates. Uh, There's the credit page. Even has a link to the KI guide contact them please go check this website out this is one of the most amazing things i've seen in a hot minute so go support infill and the fgc encyclopedia if you would be so kind steve i think we're done right
1: we're definitely done dinner is waiting for me so i gotta go
0: all right well let's go ahead and sign off then so for everybody that was here today Thank you for joining us. Uh, and, for Sharpie, who and for Sharpie, is, uh, Yes, it was. Uh,
1: yeah, so. I, I, I get number two on Monday. Oh, congratulations. It's Thank number you. two, kick my ass. So I'm, I'm, get ready. I'll, I'm off that day and the next day, just in oh, case, yeah. but we'll see. All right.
0: Um, for myself, I have been Elon. This is my Twitter info. This. The main squeeze. The enigmatic Steve Ace King offsuit jerk. There's his Twitter tag right there. Thank you everybody for joining us this week. Can't wait to see you guys next week where we talk about more shenanigans and more FGC things. Say your thing, Steve. Good night, Canada. Goodbye.